0: Crime and Court USA is independently funded and is made possible by listeners like you. If you would like to support the show, please head to patreon.com slash USA and make a monthly pledge that's right for you. Thank you for your support of unbiased and independent news content. yo what's up everyone and welcome to episode 18 of crime and court usa i'm your host mundo Carrillo, recording this on september 8th 2021 i hope you guys had a great labor day weekend i did well it was okay on saturday went down to albuquerque saw some old college buddies did it big drank some beers had a good time it was freaking awesome Sunday, hung around Albuquerque during the day, you know what I mean? Got some lunch, took off back to uh, Pecos, which is about an hour and a half from Albuquerque. That's where I live. So I came back, started feeling a little bad on Monday, and I still kind of feel bad today. On Wednesday, as you guys know, I do have some health problems. I've been suffering from some health problems since about late May or so when I had a brain bleed, so... think it was some just residual from that something kind of triggered it so wasn't feeling too well so you know what I like to do (laughs) when I'm not feeling so well I like to kick back and watch some TV which is why today I am going to talk about five great Netflix documentaries that you guys can watch True crime documentaries that is I recommend sorry it's not a regular episode I was gonna have a great episode actually (laughs) About the Texas abortion ban, man, I was going to dig into the law, uh, was Senate Bill 8, which is known as the Texas Heartbeat, something about the Heartbeat Act, I don't remember, uh, I was going to dig into the Supreme Court, filings, all that kind of good stuff, man, it was going to be great, I'm telling you, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I just couldn't pull it together, like I said, it wasn't feeling too well, so um, I thought I'd have a more laid back topic, again, five true crime documentaries that you could watch right now on Netflix, in no particular order, except that the last one I'll mention is my favorite. So uh, yeah, no particular order for the first four, but definitely the last one is uh, is something that I think is the best documentary out there, actually. <laughs> I'll get to that in a bit. But first off, I, mean, I, should, I should note that most of these actually premiered in 2020. I think the company has been doing a great job of putting out great documentaries within the last year years or so. I think I think they're really coming up in the documentary game. In fact, I think pretty much the only thing I watch on Netflix are documentaries nowadays. So um, yeah, man, they're killing it. Let's get it started with Evil Genius. It came out in 2018. This is about a plot to rob a bank, which sounds normal, but it said that the person who robbed the bank had a explosive collar around his neck. His name was Brian Wells. This took place in Erie, Pennsylvania in 2003 and he uh he died actually the the explosive went off and killed him during a standoff with police. It was actually caught on camera. They kind of show it during the documentary. It's pretty disturbing, but yeah, it was these people they inspired to rob the bank, like I said, but there was some information out there that maybe Wells didn't know if the if he was a willing participant in the robbery, if he knew that the color was fake or if it was real there's a lot of stuff people that really know you know exactly what his participation was all about. But the mastermind, Marjorie Deal Armstrong, she apparently was a bit of a genius, really smart, hence the name of the show Evil Genius. She actually died, uh, I think in 2017 from breast cancer. she was in prison. Yeah, just a really just interesting documentary, kind of a mystery the whole time. Kind of disturbing. It's also like um, there was like a treasure hunt or some kind of scavenger hunt involved too. It really plays out like a saw. Like a scene in Saw or something like that. Even, I think Saw 3 even had like an explosive collar thing. where Like the, the collar goes off and like blows the chick's head off. That had to have been inspired by this. Like it just had to have. Because it was pretty much the same thing. Anyways, yes. Go check out Evil Genius. Again, that came out in 2018. So compared to this, the rest of this list, that is a bit of an older one. Even though it's only like three years old. Alright, moving on to the next one. And that is American Murder. The Family Next Door, which came out in 2020. This is the only feature-length documentary that is on this list. All the other ones are docu-series. This one is about a Colorado man, Chris Watts, who murdered his wife Shannon and their two young daughters, ages three and four, in Frederick, Colorado, in 2018. This is a really interesting documentary because there's no new footage in it at all. The filmmakers use pre-existing footage, pre-existing audio, they even use like facebook messages between shannon and her friend sort of in a in a dramatic way to tell the story it, it's it's really good all pre-existing footage and all pre-existing uh material no new interviews nothing no new footage nothing like that whenever you see a documentary there's usually new interviews there's normally something um you no know, they they film something new they got something new but in this case they didn't that's the only documentary i've ever seen that's like that so that really intrigued me. I think this is really good. I vaguely remember this case because Colorado is, of course, next door to New Mexico. Sometimes we hear about what's going on over there. But Watts first reported that his wife and kids were missing. So that brought in a bunch of local news media. You know, he was interviewed. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about this, you know, afterwards when you find out what happened. But he was interviewed, you know, by these reporters and stuff like saying, like, oh, I just want my wife and kids to come back. I don't know where they went all kinds of stuff, and just knowing the whole time that he killed him. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I've never, when I was a reporter, I never talked to someone who, you know, was claiming that their family was missing when they had killed him. So I can't imagine what those reporters went through knowing that they were talking to a murderer who was, who was lying about his family's whereabouts. Anyways, Chris Watts later got convicted. He's in prison. He strangled his wife. He smothered the two girls the pillow and a blanket, I believe. And he buried their bodies at an oil field in, a, in rural parts of Colorado. He put his daughters in an oil tank, buried his wife in a shallow grave. Horrific stuff. But like I said, really good documentary. Very, very well done. All right. At number three, we have Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez, which came out in 2020. Hernandez. Sorry, I'm Spanish. I can't say the H. And, uh, I mean, what, what is there to say about this? Aaron Hernandez, a big NFL star for the New England Patriots, tight end, he, uh, he killed the guy <laughs> during, the, uh, during the 2013 offseason. Straight up killed the guy and uh, executed him, actually, right? Just put the guy on his knees and shot him. Pretty crazy. There's also evidence that he killed two other guys, or he was actually indicted for that, but he was acquitted during a trial in 2017. So yeah, Aaron Hernandez was just straight up killing people. It looked like, you know what I mean? He at least killed one dude. He was convicted of killing Odin Lloyd, who was Hernandez's sister's, I'm oh, sorry, Hernandez's fiance's. Wait. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. This is confusing. Odin Lloyd was dating Hernandez's fiance's sister. That's how it goes. There we go. And, um, yeah, all the while a member of the champion New England Patriots, I don't think, uh, I'm not so sure if Hernandez won a Super Bowl, but obviously the New England Patriots won a lot of Super Bowls and he was there and uh, he actually hanged himself a few years ago. So he's no longer alive, but it's super interesting documentary just how someone can, you know, be a star in the NFL and also be a street murderer and someone who just straight up shot people, you know. Very good stuff. It also goes into his sexuality, and all that kind of stuff delves into his mind. I mean, it's it's called The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. So go check that one out. Very interesting. Just, again, blows my mind how someone like that was on an NFL roster, how he had teammates, people on that team were sitting next to someone who had killed, possibly killed multiple people. I mean, it's just, it's wild to really think about it. All right, next up, we have Murder Mountain, which came out in 2018. This actually originally aired on Fusion TV before coming on Netflix. And it's about these people that live in Humboldt County, California, which is a very rural part of California. There's pretty much no law enforcement. So these, well, actually, let me back up. It's about people who grow marijuana in in that county, right? So it's very rural, so there are no law enforcement or anything like that. So these people kind of take the law into their own hands a lot of the time. And like I said, it's about people who grow marijuana, right? And a lot of them are, you know, criminally involved, we'll say. So it's about how, yeah, these people grow pot and, um, you know, all all the stuff they kind of do and all that. But underneath that, there's also this murder mystery that's sort of playing out. And I know if y'all like true crime, y'all like the murder mystery aspect of it. And this has it. This has it indeed. It's pretty good. Murder Mountain, again, just, I don't know, it's crazy to think about. There's still parts of the country that are still the Wild West. You know, people think that the Wild West is a thing of the past. I think it's still very much alive and well in the Western part of the United States, you know, with this lawlessness and stuff like that. And I can tell you, living here in New Mexico, the American cowboy is alive and well. There are a lot of genuine cowboys out here. That was kind of a tangent, wasn't it? Anyways. Go check out Murder Mountain. I was very entertained. Again, just kind of interesting to see how these uh, sort of communities are still still thriving in in America. You, you just wouldn't think these kind of places exist, but they do. So uh, go check it out. And finally, <laughs> finally, we have Tiger King, which came out in 2020. Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. This is a true crime documentary. I'm going to count it. I'm going to count it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because the person it's, who it's about, the Tiger King, Mr. Joe Exotic, he's actually in federal prison right now after trying to, uh, to assassinate, or he, he hired two men to kill his rival, Carol Baskin. Like, Carol Baskin! Because she uh, the, the show kind of delves into the whole rivalry. He, Joe Exotic, he had a tiger, he owned a bunch of tigers out there in Oklahoma, and Colonel Baskin ran a big cat sanctuary in Florida. So (laughs) I I highly recommend this one. It's just, it's just good. Just, just entertaining, just (laughs) trash almost, (laughs) but it's so good. It's, it's like I say, it's, it's about Joe. It's about his, his whole, uh, whatever you want to call it, his zoo, I guess. I don't know. Um, his misadventures as it were, you know what I mean? And, and his rival with, with carol baskin who he tried to kill so he even had a song about her it's great <laughs> oh and there's this whole conspiracy as to whether carol killed her husband and fed him to a cat because he vanished and was no longer seen so the internet kind of went into a frenzy thinking that she killed him and fed him to a tiger or something so <laughs> just it's just great and this came out i think a little before the last dance about the chicago bulls the chicago bulls of the 90s who went on a huge title run and people were saying that that was like the best documentary to ever come out i disagree (laughs) tiger king is better you know you know what i'm a huge fan of the chicago bulls still am even though they haven't been very good in a while the reason i am a fan is because when i was a kid those bull teams in the 90s were tearing it up jordan pippen all the rest and, you know, that got me into the NBA and into basketball. And I, I love that team. Regardless, Tiger King is still better. I don't know why I'm really comparing the two. I guess what I'm trying to say is Tiger King's the best documentary series of all time. <laughs> it, just, it just is, man. It's so good. Anyways, Joe Exotic. Joe Maldonado Passage is his real name. He had two husbands and he took both their last names. Uh, you know what? I like Joe Exotic better. That's just better. And now he is in a federal prison right now, like I said, serving 22 years for trying to kill Carol Baskin. All right, let me throw in some honorable mentions here. Wild Wild Country is a good one. It's about this, basically this town that sprouted up in Oregon. I think the late 80s, yeah, they were following this this dude from India. It was like a cult thing, except, um, you know, it turned into a whole town. That's pretty wild. Hence the name Wild Wild Country. Uh, the word crimes involved, I don't know if it quite counts as a true crime documentary. I guess, you know what, if I'm counting Tiger King, I, guess I might as well count that one as well. That one was super interesting. I didn't even know that happened until I watched the documentary. I probably wasn't even born by the time this was a thing. Like I said, it came out, I think this was the late 80s, I believe. I was born in 88, so maybe I was born. But I, I don't, like, no one ever speaks about this or anything. Like, I don't remember this this town that full of... Uh, People in this weird cult, you know, so that that was super interesting. And of course, uh, Night Stalker, which is about Richard Ramirez, who went on a killing spree in Los Angeles in the nineteen eighties. That one was really creepy. It kind of stuck with me a little. Like I was kind of I was kind of creeped out by it. You know, it's pretty cool how they caught the guy too. Like, um so I think he was, you know, no one knew who he was right for a long time, and then I think his mugshot was finally printed in the paper, and he was on a bus or something like that and someone recognized someone was reading the paper and saw the mugshot looked at him recognized him so he got off the bus made his way through a neighborhood and people started yelling that hey there's the night stalker or wherever Richard ramirez whatever they called him back then and uh basically the people like started being the shit out of this guy you know what i mean in the middle of the day before the cops got there so that was kind of cool <laughs> kind of interesting to see people taking the law into their own hands instead of uh you know just looking the other way i mean i shouldn't condone that kind of thing taking the law into your own hands but again this guy terrorized la county for about a year or so so people were fed up with it so when they they saw him they started kicking his ass (laughs) oh man that's kind of i'm sorry that's funny that's kind of funny if you're gonna if you're gonna rape kids and all that stuff and he's i think he uh, did he die i believe he died but either way he's convicted for it so um, I don't have problems calling him a child rapist. And um, yeah, if you can do that, you deserve to get your ass kicked. I'm sorry. But uh, yes, that is uh, that is about all for this week. If you guys have any suggestions, there are so many documentaries out there that I still haven't watched. Right now, I'm in the middle of Cocaine Cowboys, the Ted Bundy tapes, and I think another one. So I don't really want to give any final thoughts on those yet until I finish them, of course. But uh, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, throw, throw them at me, at Mundo Cario on Twitter throw them at the Facebook page, throw them at the the brand new Twitter page I just created at Crime and Court. So yeah, I think that's about it for this week. Like I said, hit me up on Twitter, hit up the Crime and Court USA pages on Facebook and Twitter. Check out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Crime and Court USA. Help me keep the lights on, share it with your friends, share it with your enemies. You know the whole deal. All right, guys, that is it. That's all I got. My name is Mundo and I'm out. Peace.